everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful, if snowy, Salt Lake City, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show, the story of the world cannot ignore, and neither could we. No. Nick, <laughs> Nick Fuentes and Kanye West. Oh, uh, or Yee. Yee. Yay. Is that yay? Oh, yay. Of course, Kanye. That makes sense. Yay, noise. verily, yay. <laughs> and anyone out there who gets that reference, the reference that I just made, uh, you get 10 extra points this year. Oh. Uh, and, and, uh, and an A plus and a gold star. Well, good for you, Dan. Give them out. Yeah. Little. Giving, nice giving little out little like gold that. stars and stuff. <laughs> All right. The yay, verily, yay. That's oh. a Danny K reference. It's Danny K. Yeah, it's from wow. one of his movies. Oh my! I love a good Danny K movie. Oh, don't you? The, I that one in particular. It's the, a classic. The Secret Life of, of Walter, Walter Mitty. Mitty. Wait, uh, you you're, you're going to go Danny K over uh, Ben Stiller? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, first Dan. Um, before we get to the, the, the great disaster mess, whatever it is, mm. it is, uh, Kanye West, we have some stories of the week uh-huh. and, uh, I've got, uh, something I want to start off with here that, uh, goes counter to sort of one of those widely held beliefs about religiosity and religious practice, mm. which is that religious people uh there's sort of a health benefit to mm. being religious right, right. Um, people have been saying that for a while yeah and and that it's uh, a mental health benefit that it's uh yeah all of that kind of everything that Delusions that would sort of are super good for you <laughs> yeah exactly that's what people genuinely believe and there are literally tens of thousands of you know articles and studies and whatnot that uh connect belief religious attendance prayer religiosity etc with any variety of health outcome right Right. um but a a recent research uh, that was published in the journal of religion and health takes a look at some data from uh, canada's general social survey Sure. And parses out, you know, this question is, is there a benefit? And it turns out that atheists and agnostics uh, tend to be just as healthy and satisfied with life as religious folks. Ah, um, take that. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, 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 it's really quite wild. Now, of course, this is Canada. So who knows how that's skewing everything? <laughs> but I would suspect that um, these results could would be applicable to like you know the united states as well and i, probably, I wonder if it goes even further here oh, because yeah. uh atheists and agnostics tend to be better educated and mm. uh and in probably in that because of that end up uh as a group maybe uh using healthcare in wiser ways i wonder if we're in better shape in better health but I, well, I no, I'm just speculating. Th- so what what it what the st- what it seems like to me is this study saying there's no benefit either way, mm. right? Um, sure. That that atheists and and agnostics, non-believers, and what forth, 
that it's it's there there seems to be no difference in in in, in these findings right, right. and uh, let's see this the study that the survey that they're uh, basing this on collected data regarding religious identity religious attendance prayer frequency uh and religiosity which is gauged with questions like how important are your religious or spiritual beliefs to the right. way you live your life um and the survey also included assessments of self-rated stress mm. self-rated physical health life satisfaction and self-rated mental health and uh the 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 study good lord it's a it's a pretty big sample size it includes 455 atheists 215 agnostics 2080 individuals who identified as non-religious over 6,000 catholics over 5500 protestants blah 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 it keeps going on so i mean it's a it was a big study let's see and the his the the findings uh the the research i guess i should mention his name david speed he's an associate professor at the university of new brunswick Mm. um and he as he's sort of broadly looking at at the the this these results uh he decided to push it a little bit further and the findings remain the same even after that he looked only at the most non-religious atheists and interesting and compared them to the most religious catholics protestant eastern religion practitioners and other practitioners uh and it was the same it's just there that this idea that there is a health benefit is is it's completely bogus it's just it's based on old biases that religious folk had right well, well of course we live our lives better of course we're better off and so right we must be it right otherwise why am i doing this right <laughs> but you you what you brought up dan though i i actually spent a little bit of time kind of thinking about which is i have a bias in the other direction just like like you're stating right which is well clearly we must be healthier we must have more life satisfaction and it turns out it's not it's just not tied to those things just aren't don't seem to be based on these findings of course don't seem to be uh linked to uh belief or not or non-belief yeah i mean it's shocking that you like whether or not you believe in magic people in the sky is not the defi defining factor in like what what your health outcomes are yeah because you know we're all just the same big slobs right we're the same you know <laughs> we're just a american bunch of big, dumb idiots and it doesn't matter what yeah. stories you tell yourself canadians and um, you know um, you know people in the united states we tend you know we lay about and are lazy at the same rates across <laughs> the board right uh, I, I'm going to reiterate my belief that there's no such thing as lazy, but that's okay. Oh, there's lazy. There's no such thing as lazy. It doesn't exist. It's, <laughs> it's just, that is just, people have reasons why they do or don't do things. And then people want to judge other people for those reasons. And that's where the word lazy comes from is the judgment. <laughs> anyway, having, interesting. Having no will to get anything done. No, it means having low character and that being what provides. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anywho, uh, yes, I think it's fascinating. I, it doesn't surprise me at all that, that someone finally, 
Because here's the thing. When you see those studies, when you see the, you know, every time I've seen a study that's like, ah, Christianity, Christians are, you know, happier or Christians are healthier or whatever. You then, if you dig into it and you read like the questions that they asked and who they asked and all the stuff, it's very easy to see why the, how, how the study was biased Mm. and, uh, and why they got the results that they got. What kind of fulfillment does prayer add to your life? Right, right. Right. And you're like, well. Or, or like, know. are, yeah. It, it doesn't? Oh. Right. Oh, They're not going to say poor it Poor non-believer. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It doesn't uh, add anything. So there you go. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I, 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 my slant enc- encourages me to believe it. Uh, so there you go. So I'm going to t- t- start my next the next story with a uh, with a, a little anecdote of my own. Oh, okay. Uh, I had a very funny moment a, a couple years ago. I went to the American Atheist Convention. Uh, this was a few years back, and it was in uh, Cincinnati. And got into the Uber from the airport to the hotel where the convention was taking place. Mm-hmm. And though nothing was said, in that Uber uh, were, you know, for my benefit, were laid out several pamphlets about Jesus and about God and about blah, 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 blah. Gross. Which, uh, considering where we were headed, uh, I really wanted the driver to ask me. (laughs) Just because I wanted (laughs) that driver to feel very uncomfortable. You should have just brought it up. I should have. Yeah. This no, I shouldn't have because I don't want because the truth is that I don't want any of us to feel uncomfortable. That person made me uncomfortable by putting those things there, which is why you should have brought it up. It's why I should have brought you it should up. Should discuss your discomfort. Right. Yeah, um, and I have done that with with other drivers about other things. I, you know, I once had a driver say a racist thing to me. Oh God, they heard about that. But it turns out that this is a trend. This is a thing that is being encouraged in the Christian community. No. And it is a thing that is happening a lot to the point that the AP actually wrote a whole article about it. Um, and it's not just pamphlets. Uh, drivers are now trying to talk Jesus Good at boy. their captive audience for the length of their rideshare rides. Which uh, there's no quicker way for me to leave a one star review. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't know why this isn't happening all and, the time. I mean, t- if if you're like if you are actually making your living or supplementing your living um, by driving for for one of these companies, you're a fool for doing this yeah. because you will like you get enough one star reviews, you get a lot, enough negative reviews. They're going to not let you drive for them anymore. At least Except that's how that it used I wonder to work. if I wonder if Uber and Lyft are making exceptions for this. It's because they're not doing anything to police it. This is one of those things that Uber and Lyft should be like emailing all of their drivers. Don't do religion in the car. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's such a no brainer. It is such an easy, uh, obvious thing because you're going to make someone uncomfortable. Right. Guaranteed. You even believers you're going to make uncomfortable. Well, and it's just not the place, right? Like you're, you're providing a service, yeah. right? You, you, this person is just trying to get from point A to point B. How dare you interject your worldview 
into the into the whole thing yeah. about anything, but much less, you know, religion. Yeah. People religion, don't politics, like being preached to. These period. are bad ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently this is happening a lot. Uh, him and Meta had a, a collection of tweets about it. Oh, people people tweeting, why is my Lyft driver preaching the Bible to me? It is a common thing. There are some atheist groups. The FFRF is calling for both companies to uh, to end it before it gets bad. Good. But gosh, it is just... I can't imagine something more likely to ruin a Lyft ride for me or yeah. an Uber ride for me than them, you know... So, uh, what are your thoughts about be? Are you saved? Yeah. How about that, Jesus? Well, I have long wanted there to be an option when you're ordering, a you know, a car to mm -hmm. come pick you up, for there to be a little checkbox. Do you want conversation right. or not? Right. And like, I want to be able to say before I even get into the car, I, I'm I'm not here for conversation. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need I, I don't need you asking me personal questions <laughs> like the guy last night. It actually turned out to be kind of funny, but we were coming back from a restaurant and we took we took a lift and the guy starts asking us all of these like, what's the craziest place you've ever been type <laughs> questions and like all these like get to know you like you're an 18 year old on a date type, right, you know, get right. to know you questions. Uh, and or, you're and you're awkward. And you don't know what or, to do. Or, or it's an eight-hour corporate meeting that, like, <laughs> yeah, there there are trainers in from out of town that are going to train you on some bullshit. Yeah, but it's like, I, I mean, at first I was just like, don't talk to me, right? Uh -huh. And also, like, like we get into the car and he's like, oh, that's a nice looking restaurant. Oh, and we were God. and we we were just like, yeah, you know, just out for a Friday night. Oh, that's a just a Friday night for you. And we were like, Oh God, what, what, what is the, what was the restaurant that was so fancy? HSL. Oh, okay. It's not that fancy. It's, it's a nice, nice restaurant, you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, I don't want them talking to me at all. And so what like actually started talking religion, but <laughs> gross. I think in this town, they know better though. Oh yeah. In this town, the nice thing about Salt Lake City is that A, they do their proselytizing elsewhere. Like yeah. they send their the people Mormons, out that's into true. the world. Yes. So the rest of you in the rest of the world get a, get our missionaries, but we really don't get they're it. here. They are here. And and their regular parishioners are not encouraged to proselytize. That right. is for when you're on your mission and not when you're like just around town. Right. So but then so like, that's nice. I think in general, though, the, the the general just sort of don't talk to me about religion sentiment is strong enough that like anybody who's going to try it, like they're going to get an earful. But, I mean, if he had like started talking, I would be like, nope. Yeah, exactly. And that's not just me. I know that a lot of anyway. And are, by the way, uh, to all of you out there, that is a very appropriate response. If your Lyft or Uber driver starts talking about religion, literally just nope. <laughs> A very loud, very forceful nope will be will be sufficient. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, yeah. um, I've got a story uh, concerning our our local uh, church. Oh, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, the Mormons. Uh, they, uh, you know, they 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 have a, a number of universities. Uh, they do Brigham Young Universities, to be precise. Uh, the main one being in Provo, but there's one in Hawaii. 
that might surprise some people. Yeah. Uh, there's also one up in Idaho. Brigham yeah, Young. That's the real good one. Brigham Young University, Idaho. Yeah. Um, it's the BYUist of the BYUs. <laughs> it's more of what you would expect than anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the grossest. Anyway, a couple years ago, the the church created something called the Ecclesiastical Clearance Office. Have you ever heard mm. of this? They basically approve uh, or clear, right, uh, employees of the church's education system, right? right, which would include its universities, its seminaries, its so forth and so on. By seminary, we, have we, we don't mean where like people go and get trained to be uh, <laughs> a priest. Priests that would be way too much for them. This is where teenagers get indoctrinated. Yeah, during yeah. school hours. Um, but nonetheless, so the whole point is they, they've always had like this ecclesiastical like endorsement thing, right? Right. Where like employees would have to have like go to their bishop and uh, have a little interview or just have them fill it out. However it works. I'm not entirely fully sure. But and just say, hey, yeah, this person is a member in good standing. Blah, 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 blah. Send it in. As long as you had it, no big deal. Well, this is basically they've created some sort of like stasi from the sound of it um or <laughs> gestapo um that is really taking this mission very very seriously um there have been a couple instances uh recently of where these um online professors or instructors uh for a couple different programs were released from their positions just just here you go you you are hereby fired we no longer need your services right um because it, it wasn't an issue with their their bishop saying no i don't think this person should be in you know teaching anymore it was literally just some finding at the the ecclesiastical clearance office so much so that uh nobody knows like their their supervisors have no idea what happened they've been trying to find these you know answers and i'll go through some a couple examples um the the guy who got released what was his name doesn't really matter anyway he had recent he had um yeah stop using the word released though he was fired this was <laughs> don't use the mormons like bullshit word when it's very clear that this was just someone being fired from their job. So he, he had um, just a few weeks, I guess, before like the, the bis his bishop filled out the, his form. He had sort of expressed some concerns to him. He says just like casually, like it was like a hallway conversation. That's how he describes it about um, the church's teachings on marriage, family and gender, mm. um, specifically regarding the LGBT LGBT. <laughs> Q community. Boy, you really fucked up those letters. I'm just going to say. LGBTQ. There you go. There you go. You got it. I just said it. <laughs> community. Anyway, and the bishop had sort of in the questionnaire, which apparently has like grown in scope, right? right. It used to be this really simple little thing. And now it like asked all of these like in-depth questions, specifically if they uh, support the church's teachings on marriage, family, and gender. Uh, and so the bishop honestly answered and said that Brother Buswell has expressed some concerns around the issue, but 
He is honest in his desire to understand the Lord and will come to the right decision on this, is what the bishop says. Right. right. And it is the only thing that anybody's been able to suss out that suggested that this guy maybe doesn't have like a 100% I'm in line with the church attitude. Right. And then there was this woman who also was released, Dan, that's for you, from her uh, position. And you're right, fired. And she said that she and she's she's clear. She's like she wasn't shy about raising concerns uh, from time to time, like in faculty meetings about um, how the, the the curriculum treated um, the gay community. Uh, and in fact, she remembers a time where she pushed back against a video that uh, theorized mothers contributed to same sex attraction in their right. kids. And um, she said that. The, the speculation in the video was at odds with the church's own stance spelled out on its website. Right. That it does not take a position on the causes of same sex attraction. Right. Right. And so like, so she's, but she's clearly a little bit of an agitator from their perspective. <laughs> right. Just, just by honestly asking questions. She also talks about like how students would come to her or she's had students come to her after a class is, is wrapped up. And say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you talked about some of your own, you know, struggles with faith. Like that actually meant something to me because I've had questions and that example has helped me decide to stay in the church. Okay. Yeah, Whatever. That's not how the church sees that. But that's, again, that's not how the church sees it. They want the perfect example. They don't understand yeah. that there's some people that people question, right? Right. And seeing others who question who's decided to stay in could actually be a way to keep people in, right? <laughs> but instead it has to be 100%, 100%. And so she's out, right? Yeah. And but with no explanation, like they get a call, it's nobody that they know. They're just called some rando from the office that, you know, fires people. And and they'd give no explanation. Your contract this is, brother is not so-and-so renewed. from the office of firing people. Yeah. Uh, and you're fired. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I got to say, uh, yeah, I, I think your take on this might not be, be seeing the forest for the trees entirely because you're saying that you're, that everyone's baffled that they're trying to figure out exactly what the infringement was. I think the point here is that the church just wants an excuse to fire people without having to show cause. And this is their reason. This is their, their workaround. They don't care about like, they just, anyone who's an agitator, they can just get rid of by saying we revoke their, we, we don't fire you, but we do revoke your ecclesiastical endorsement. And therefore you can't work here anymore. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, it, they I mean, just want to get rid of the agitators and you know, any other university setting, you it would be hard to get rid of these people. You well, would have to show cause other beyond just uh you know yeah. uh, we hate how they uh like gay people. Right. Well, and the the way that I the, the thing that I wanted to tie it into was that the church has gotten some decent press in the last couple of weeks about their support of uh this uh the the the, the, the what is it the Defen the defense marriage. marriage it's not defense so, of marriage respect no. for marriage or whatever anyway the the gay marriage bill that just went through congress right. or is the making its final little bit of the way through congress that would you know enshrine gay marriage as you know a right 
at least federally in this country. And, you know, they're getting because they came out and they they were in support of this after they'd gotten some like, you know, religious concessions and whatnot and and the whole thing. But like, make no mistake about who these people are. Right. Like exactly. they, they, they finesse that situation so well in order to get some good, good press out of it. Yeah. Um, their PR department is not the same as their retaining professors. department. Right. Yeah. So they're getting good press all while they're, uh, really, you know, releasing people from their positions, uh, firing people over having some questions about yeah about you know the, the the church's stance on on gay marriage and gay rights and just the the place for gay people in the church right and yep. it's like make no mistake who they really are yeah so absolutely well so i my next story is uh a huge bummer mm. so trigger warning uh we're gonna <laughs> There's okay. not just about the bummer. There, Ooh. there's the, we're gonna mention rape, and, oh, uh, and we're gonna enough. it's fair it's enough. and it's ugly. Okay. Um, in Los Angeles, there has been a mistrial in in a in a rape trial against actor Danny Masterson, who who was on that '70s show. He oh. was the curly redheaded guy on that '70s oh. show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he is accused by three women. Uh, of rape but uh between 2001 and 2003 huh. uh including a former girlfriend oh wow and uh and here's the thing you might one might be tempted to ask why has it taken so long for for this to even go to trial that was many many years ago well here's the the trick there was a thread that linked all of these people masterson himself and the three uh, accusing women, uh, and that link was the Church of Scientology. Oh. And uh, the, here's if you if you've watched any of the documentaries or if you've done any reading at all about the real uh, effects of the Church of Scientology and how they operate in the world, then what you'll know is that they love having celebrities in their midst. Mm. And mm-hmm. will do almost anything to protect them. Oh, yeah. Yep. So when these women started to say, hey, this guy is a horrible person who has done horrible things to me, the Church of Scientology said, you shut the fuck up. Wow. And literally strong-armed them for years. Good Lord. Uh, Masterson is still a member of the church, and by the way, uh, if, if you think that like leaving the Church of Scientology will then get you out from under their uh, their you know their ability to harm you, you don't know about the Church of Scientology <laughs> because these guys will harass you. Hmm. They will literally spy on you. Yeah. They will, and they did. They basically have been just. They've done what they do. Their whole their whole shtick is anyone who says anything, who, who's willing to say anything that might hurt them, uh-huh. they hound them, they harass them, they spy on them, they they look, you know, they they set up online accounts, fake online accounts, just to uh, slander them. Huh. Yeah, they 
it, yeah, it, is, it is a yeah. full frontal assault uh, against anyone who could who might be able to make their church look bad. Right. The tr so what has happened is that uh, they were unable to get a full. Uh, uh, I don't. What do you call it when the jury can't agree on anything? A um, hung jury. Were they a hung yes, jury? Indeed. Yeah. Is that what it was? I think so. Okay. So so literally they uh so ne so they've had to declare a mistrial. It's oh, going to geez. happen all over again. They're going to oh, have a God. whole new trial. Um hopefully the prosecutors have uh learned their lesson because the thing is that uh the Church of Scientology is a big part of this whole thing and uh they can afford really good lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so can a uh uh you know, a Hollywood guy yeah well this just makes me um wonder what tom cruise is getting away with well <laughs> you don't need to wonder oh. it's a lot is it do we well, know well no no i we because that's what know. i'm saying we've never heard anything right i mean i've heard a few i've Have heard you? a few fairly credible rumors Ooh. uh mostly about just gay stuff which oh would be fine right if just come out with it but yeah he doesn't he doesn't want to own it so okay well whatever yeah they're gross i don't like scientology no they're bad that, bad i'm bad gonna, people i'm going like, to say it i i don't like scientology oh my gosh <laughs> that is a controversial position for you to take i can't believe you've done so you've oh done so. goodness gracious dan enjoy having a camera on your house 24 7 now frank <laughs> probably already do right yeah, but that's mostly from the Mormons. We're we're under the Scientologists' radar at this point. Maybe not after this story. We'll see. Oh my God. Well, Dan. Yeah. I've got some good news. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's have like a little good news. A little palate cleanser after. Uh, Sweet. After that one. Um. It turns out, according to Census 2021 <laughs> over in the UK, um, uh, yes. that England and Wales. Uh, for the first time, uh, fewer than half the people describe themselves as Christian. Well, there you go. It is now a Christian minority. Well, those are two now Christian minority countries. Countries. Yeah, I guess that's actually the right way of saying it. Yeah. Which so is funny. That's a, you know what? That's a funny way of putting it because by far more people, more people are Christian than any other category. So I don't think you can call it Christian minority, but it's just fewer than 50% of the people are Christian. It's a plurality. It's it, it's more and more. <laughs> Jesus has a far less of a hold there than he used to. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, the, so the numbers, let's hear some numbers. In uh, 10 years prior, in 2011, 59% of, of those two of uh, England and Wales uh, said that they were Christian. That's down to 46%. The people who say they have no religion is, was at a quarter of the population 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. That's now up to 37%. Nice. Um, during the same time, and the article points this out immediately, Muslims rose from 4.9% to 6.5%. Sure. Uh, during the same period of time, which of course, you know, I don't know how I feel about that, but I mean, wasn't the whole point of Brexit to keep that from happening? 
I think people... If you can't keep the Muslims out, what's the point of Brexit? Why did we even Brexit? Well, I mean, maybe these are people who got in before Brexit. Okay, Brexit. fine. They made maybe. it in under the wire. We Brexited too late. We should have Brexited faster. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's not... It gets in... This article gets into, like, uh, sort of uh, race and ethnicity breakdowns, which, um, you know... The number of white people in proportion to non-white people has gone down and so forth and so on. So, you know, the UK is changing. Um, so it's all good news. It's all everything about it is great news. Um, not for, you know, believers, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of Christian or uh, Church of England folk who are wringing their hands. Yeah. Trying Justin to figure out. Welby is very upset about the whole thing. Why don't we appeal anymore to the is masses? Is that his name? Justin Welby? I think you got that right. Okay. Um, yeah, there's not much more to it. I just think it's it's remarkable. Uh, they seem to have been on a path that we are following, and that that just just um, warms my heart. Um, it we is a obviously trend. We obviously have uh, an evangelical issue in this country and a Christian nationalist issue that yeah. uh, is alarming. But um, but yeah, but, I'm I'm but still hopeful. Be, our trend, they our, may actually be nuking themselves right now. We'll talk about that later in the show. But well, I mean, some could point at the uh, de-Christianization of the UK, and and also at the fact that they are having problems. You know, that whole uh, keeping a prime minister for more than three weeks uh, <laughs> issue. Um, <laughs> The, the, what they the, need is more prayer. The out if they had more prayer, they could hold on to a prime minister. <laughs> the, the believers and outsiders could easily point to and be like, mm hmm, great example, everyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, there you go. Well, for, for our final story, uh, I'm going to take us to Thailand and a Buddhist temple therein. And here's the thing I, a lot of people, hold up uh buddhists and and buddhism and you know a buddhist monk as yeah. sort of the epitome of peace oh, and yeah. uh you know of, of of sort of being at one with yeah. the universe or whatever you want to say like people like you you hear a spiritual person talk yeah and i don't you know a spiritual person <laughs> They're they're going to be impressed by Buddhists and Buddhist monks. They're going to be, you know what? They know something we don't. Yeah, mindfulness, Dan. Yeah, and look, Being... I'm all for mindfulness, <laughs> but let me tell you something. I have long maintained that life in a Buddhist monastery has got to be the most boring life possible. You you got to no. be a special brand of person no. to be able to even tolerate it. It's full of mind, Dan. It is. It is. It, it's full. Of, it's true. There are minds in there, but I got to tell you, I feel a little vindicated Oh, because, uh, there, this particular Buddhist, uh, temple in Thailand literally has no more monks oh. for one very specific reason. Okay. <laughs> they were all defrocked. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, here's what I didn't know. You can be drug tested as a Buddhist monk. <laughs> and literally every monk in the monastery tested positive for meth. <laughs> what? 
Every one of them. Oh, geez. For meth. Now, let me oh, tell you something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> meth is not a drug that you do when your life is going great. <laughs> or when you want to be at peace. Right, exactly. <laughs> when peace and like calmness and serenity is serving you well, uh-huh. you know what you don't turn to? <laughs> Methamphetamine is what you don't turn to that when was, things are going good. I bet they got some meditating done, though. <laughs> some some ooh. serious high speed intense <laughs> meditation Damn. i just powered through like four meditations in like 15 <laughs> seconds this is amazing you guys you gotta try this uh, i bet it was clean too that monastery oh my god i just meditation this is a new thing we're gonna have to start it's gonna happen we're we're gonna export this um yeah so uh Apparently in Thailand, it's pretty damned easy to get meth. Uh, They have they have meth pills. I didn't know this. (laughs) What that they call yaba? Oh boy! And you can get it for like fifty cents. Oh no! So, uh, oh well, I mean, like ritual use of of various different kinds of drugs. You know, this this does occur in, in many different traditions, right? Yeah, I don't um, think meth has ever been one of those. Um, maybe the, it should be. I, I've never tried meth myself. I mean, maybe they've attained some sort of new kind of enlightenment, you know? Like, who knows, they're all just They're all just, like, wandering, like, sort of speedily buzzing around the monastery like i'm i'm the next fucking buddha i'm fucking buddha right now you guys don't even know i am like i have seen things that would blow your mind i know how the universe works yeah i mean what if they like you really need to blend some traditions here you need to get some ayahuasca going with some methamphetamine and just like you know you 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 meet the 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 creator spirit with intensity (laughs) and you party with him (laughs) (laughs) oh well if you have ways of partying with the creator spirit that you'd like to let us know about please feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 stick around We've got more show coming up. Well, Frank, Dan, uh, we're we're at the end of the show. We're going to be talking about. Yeah, uh, look, we've been hearing right wing, like extreme right wing dog whistles, for a long time now. Yeah. Uh, Trump opened a door and of a floodgate, if you will, and racists and anti-LGBT people and uh, and and you know anti-Semites yeah. have just poured through the floodgates, but they still know that they got to like keep it on the down low and like we'll <laughs> use we'll use words like globalist and critical race theory, and then we're not the racists, you are or whatever, right? Um, but it's starting like the dam, the rest of the dam is starting to crack. And (laughs) the, uh, as we will discuss the, the quiet parts are being spoken out loud. And yeah, here's the thing. It's not just us talking about this. So I wanted to play a clip 
this is a guy who, by the name of Vincent James, uh, who is interestingly not on any platform that I'm on. I don't know this guy. Uh, and he'll talk about that a little bit, but he's he's actually referencing the fact that uh, there was a recent dinner did not go well yeah. uh, at which uh, this was at Mar-a-Lago um, at which former president Donald John Trump uh, hosted yay Kanye West and Nick Fuentes, who's one of the most openly vitriolic, hateful people on the internet. Yeah. We've played some of his clips. Young guy. Nobody should be paying attention to him. So the fact that he is getting attention, the fact that he is attending a, a, a dinner with Kanye and uh, Trump says a lot. Right. Uh, and here's what this extreme right Christian nationalist uh, nut job is saying about that fact. Mm, okay. We have, in fact, infiltrated the mainstream flank of the GOP. Just look at what Tucker Carlson is talking about lately. These things just sort of happen on their own. Now, of course, if we had a platform, if we were able to speak freely, if we were allowed on YouTube still and allowed on these platforms still, then these things would have happened a lot quicker. But you can see which way the wind is blowing. The way that Tucker Carlson is talking right now is because the wind is blowing that direction. The way that Charlie Kirk is talking on Twitter, the way that the way that Matt Walsh is talking on Twitter is because they see which way the wind is blowing. Now, whether they're authentic or not in their views, I would argue that some of them certainly aren't, um, and they just see which way the wind is blowing. There are some that are, and this is what the conversation... Tucker Carlson is talking about the 1965 hard seller Immigration and Nationality Act and talking about what Ted Kennedy promised during this act and saying that it completely transformed the nation and talking about demographic change. Like, this is something, these are things that you never thought you would see on Fox News. You have people taking over school boards and you have, uh, what is it, one third of the people that got elected into the House of Representatives were all like election, uh, they denied the results of the 2020 election. Um, people taking over school boards and talking about the degeneracy that is being pushed in schools. We have the nation, parts of the nation, talking about secession. Talking about banning gay marriage and banning contraceptives. And we have, in fact, our beliefs have, in fact, infiltrated the mainstream flank of GOP politics because people are beginning to see that our views, our worldview, our beliefs are the inevitable conclusion, or need to be, rather, the inevitable conclusion and the necessary reaction, actually, to what's happening to the country today. So, like, 60% of that could have come out of our mouths. Yeah. Because he's seeing the same trends that you and I are seeing. Yeah. He's just happy about it. <laughs> right. And this is a guy who, like, if, in case you couldn't tell from that clip, thinks that Fox News is way too mainstream. Right. Like, he thinks that Fox, which is objectively extreme right, right. and biased, like, heavily biased in its extreme rightness, he thinks they're way too tame, not no, nowhere near extreme. To his mind, they're center. Right. And the, and that so yeah, that's that's where we're at, kids. That's uh that's what we're up against. 
Um, oh, good lord. Anyway, uh, we'll get we'll get into that more uh, later. We had some folks write into us uh, and call into us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off with Stu, the fallen away Jew, uh, as he <laughs> likes to uh, sign off. Mm-hmm. Who says first of all? Uh, he's talking about last week. Do you remember we had a, a caller, or sorry, a writer in who was a uh, a a piano player for a church, um, in the Midwest, and mm, uh, yes, and was dealing with a lot of people, uh, just assuming that even though he's gay, he is uh, he, he's a Christian. Right. Anyway, uh, Stu says first of all, the piano player who wrote to you on the November 9th podcast, if the piano player came out as atheist. He would risk being fired for, quote, reasons. And that's probably true. One thing we didn't talk about was, like, he could lose his that, that church gig. Absolutely, yeah. For sure. Um, second, the American Taliban are, at this point, just as dangerous as Muslim extremists. And in small, in small town Midwest, right-wing gun owners are ubiquitous. I live in a very religious, religiously conservative area in the Midwest. It's so religious, in fact... That at least up to this point, it's safe for me to be Jewish since that's a religion too. This, of course, might not be the case with the increase of anti-Semitism. Hmm. Sammy Davis Jr., who was a convert to Judaism, once said that if he went to the South, they'd lynch me twice. So yeah. perhaps as a Jewish atheist, I too might be lynched twice. Hmm. Uh, I think that's, you know... I there is danger there now. I don't know what how how prevalent the danger is, but you know there are there are synagogues getting shot up. There, yeah. it's hard to know. The crazies are starting to be activated. Yeah. Yes. And, definitely. And that's 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 spooky. That's pretty scary. And if yeah, and the, just the fact that it feels scary, right? Just yeah. the fact that people are like getting concerned is fucking alarming, right? Yeah. And the truth is that we're you're all probably pretty safe. Like these things are even though we see them more and more on the news. Yeah. They're incredibly rare. Yeah. Per capita. The chances of you encountering it are very low, but still it's still very scary out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, Stu concludes. Yes, I admit I have hidden behind my Jewish background to protect me from the shunning that would certainly befall me if I were to come out as an atheist. Sadly, that protection may be disappearing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, It's it's a little weird out there. Um, We have a voicemail, do we not? We do indeed. Um, This is a uh, listener chiming in on the conversation that keeps going from show to show, week to week. Um, Mm. about the Pope and whether or not he is complicit in the child sex abuse cases uh, that that are rampant through the church. Great. Hey, it's Ines from up in Canada. I was just listening to the episode where the caller, you had a caller call in and insist that uh, Pope Francis must be complicit in the rampant sex abuse uh, going on in the Catholic Church, and I just wanted to let you know that according to the Guardian on March 4th, uh, Bishop Gustavo Zancheta in Argentina was convicted of said charges, and uh, Pope Francis denied that the charges were accurate and even tried to create a position to get this bishop out of Argentina and protect him. So yes, 
Pope Francis is complicit with the child sex abuse that is rampant within the Catholic Church. Have a great day. Well, fun. <laughs> Hooray. We got him. <laughs> yeah. I, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's like anyone who would be surprised by that thought is, yeah. uh, is just not paying attention. Or very, it's, very Catholic. Right. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, pretty much the job, one of the, one of the job description uh, points, the bullet points in the job description of, you know, an archbishop or a, a cardinal or whatever is shuffling around priests to make it look like there's no, uh, no, no child rape happening. And, it's uh, in the the job posting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know, why do you want to move up from from your your position as priest to being a bishop? Well, <laughs> I are you good at? Uh, we'll we'll call it reorganizing your uh, your organization. <laughs> or uh, yeah, like uh, travel agent experience is preferred. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my lord. All right. Marcy wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. Absolutely love you guys on the and the podcast. And yes, I donate. And mm-hmm. that's right, Marcy. That is the correct way to show your appreciation to us. <laughs> Thanks, Marcy. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh one of your discussions on the eighth concerned the political visibility of atheists. I am verbally open about my atheism in conversation. I do attend rallies and donate but have not always made it obvious on those occasions. I pledge to do so henceforth. Also, I always respond to take action alerts from organizations when they email me such requests, but I'm quick to sign and send. From now on, I will modify the content to read, as an atheist constituent of your district, Hmm. state, or whatever, or atheist activist uh, for your cause, Hmm. I think that's great. Yeah. I think this is so smart. Uh, thank you for making me stop uh, and think of what more I can do to shine a light on atheism. That's really, I think that that's really such smart. A great idea. Just, like, it's so simple, but yeah, literally, if you're writing to your congressman, yeah. if you're writing to your, to whatever, throw it in there. Yeah. Just yes. be visible about it. Yeah. Because you know that like the religious folks, they they don't pause and stop like they don't stop themselves one bit no. from saying you know I'm a member of I'm a good standing member at such and such Lutheran church right yeah. like like as a yeah. good Christian as a good I Christian blah, blah, blah. I object to this yeah but I love the idea of like they need to see much more like their their constituency is thirty percent us nuns at right. least yeah. And they need to see uh, that. But, you know, people, we they they don't feel that yeah. yet. So, yeah. great idea. Just every, yeah, and, and not just with your politicians, with, uh, you know, with, with the uh, the causes that you believe in. Let them know that, like, there's a, there is an atheist contingent of people uh, addressing, addressing that. Yeah. No, that's great. Super I smart. I love it. Well, we have some folks to thank. Uh, I, I'm going to start us off. Uh, Charles is now a, a new subscriber over on uh, PayPal, and uh, we we will dub Charles a uh, a deacon. Thank you so much uh, for and and welcome to uh, the magic powers that we that we bestow on people. 
Um, Robert is also uh, Robert is also a deacon. Uh, thank you so much for your one-time contribution. We really appreciate that. Uh, and then you've got some some folks to thank too. Yeah, well, I have uh, Daniel, who's a new deacon, um, and got a, such a handsome name. And well <laughs> um, over there on Patreon, I guess I should say. Um, mm. And uh, and if you'd like to join Daniel and, and these other kind folk in supporting the show, uh, you can do so. Go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. Uh, and there's some options there. Um, and as always, Dan, uh, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Devas. More show coming up. All right, Frank. Damn. We've been talking about it the whole show. Uh, we're we're going to dive into this uh, this whole Kanye nick fuentes thing but i wanted to launch into it with a clip from kanye and nick's appearance oh boy on alex jones's show Infowars. oh boy now bankrupt alex jones i've somehow avoided actually listening to it until now so uh and and what you need i'm excited i'm excited listener at home what you need to be imagining if you haven't already seen it is kanye wearing a full face black yeah, uh I've seen mask pictures. yeah he's I, it's like a ninja who forgot to cut holes for his eyes <laughs> i and there's no explanation for this there's no reason <clears throat> matter of fact throughout the show alex kept asking him to take off the mask please and he was like no i'm not gonna do that um though the whole thing was astounding yeah positively astounding uh, and I'm going to launch in with it's because look, the, uh, you know what happened here. If, if, if you're not living under a rock, Kanye basically came out as a Nazi. Essentially. He just, he yeah. kept saying how we need to stop saying that the Nazis are bad. Cause they, they did good things and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, literally like I've never seen anyone so far to the right and so openly so that Alex fucking Jones has been trying <laughs> to give them off ramps to get out. Uh, when Alex Jones is distancing himself from your right wing position, you you've really achieved something. So I thought I'd open uh, this with with an example, probably the the my favorite example in the entire broadcast of Alex Jones desperately trying to give Kanye West an out after Kanye has lauded Hitler (laughs) Uh, and Kanye's response. So we'll just play that real quick. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the the Hugo Boss uniforms. Amazing. Uh, But I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say like you like the you like the uniforms, but that's about it. We we know there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. There you go. A lot of things that he loves about (laughs) Hitler. Um, So this is the guy that goes. Okay, let's. Okay, he's he goes by Yay now. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeezy. Wasn't that one of them? 
Uh, at one point, sure. Was there like Jesus? Do I remember him like leaning into it that yeah, far? Yeah, I as think well? that was more of a like a just how he wants everyone to think of him. Oh, Less, okay. Let's actually like way, change my mostly, name too. Yeah. yeah, I've got a new one for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Because that's I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it is. Fuck? It is. It's literally shocking. I, you know, it's hard to Ooh. shock me at yeah, this point. But yeah. like and he doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on this thing. I literally, just... at one point, I, w I saw a Twitter thread where somebody was like, this is out of context. And I'm like, <laughs> what? you have not been paying attention because literally <laughs> every clip you cannot find a context in which it's okay in which it mitigates anything about Kanye going I love Hitler <laughs> literally there's just no place where that works there's no context where you're like I mean unless you're talking about like the context that I'm in where you're catching me saying I love Hitler and it's just a quote from Kanye <laughs> that's like the one right. context when you're quoting someone else where yeah <sighs> Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. And yeah. here's the thing. He's been palling around with this Fuentes guy. So <sighs> Nick Fuentes is this young kid. We played a several clips of him on the show over the last few months. A, a rising star of the uh of the Hitler youth. The white supremacist movement. And he uh and and literally like he talks openly about this sort of thing. Uh I was tempted to play a clip of him on his most recent show where he lamented that all the mainstream media was talking about uh, for with this Kanye interview was the Hitler stuff. What about all the other good stuff in the interview? Why isn't the media talking about that? So weird. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, but, but also he doesn't disavow any of the Hitler stuff. No, of course not. Because he's, he, he's yeah. fully a neo-Nazi. Right. Um, so I just, you know, we talked about this trend last week. Uh, we talked about Nazism. It's just uh, so, but, but the, the brilliant thing that's happening now, mm. now that Kanye and people like Fuentes are literally just saying the quiet parts out loud. Which is the rule. That which, is the rule with this on uh, like the, the white supremacists that have any kind of platform microphone whatever right like you're alex joneses you, yes of the world. exactly you dog whistle you dog whistle you dog whistle because yeah. then when people say well how can you say such an outrageously racist thing they're like oh you're woke you're crazy i didn't say that right right it's it's like you're taking you know you're taking it out of context or whatever right you give yourself these uh these little with these ways out from around it right so and, the, and so, so that everyone in your audience understands what you're saying right but you have plausible deniability correct and you get to keep saying it and uh and 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 if your audience grows then you know you're reaching more people who become right. desensitized to the kind of things that you're saying and are maybe more amenable to your worldview right right and so so you which to be clear is the same worldview that fuentes has exactly it's oh, yeah. just it's just you don't say it cameras off microphones off 
yeah, Alex Jones is like right there with these guys. Right. But, but literally he he even he is shocked. He the whole time is like, <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but uh. right, like, you, Alex you wouldn't Jones! say it. But. Literally, Alex fucking Jones. Yeah. You know who else is disavowing now? Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I love this one. Yeah, she she literally earlier, I think this year accepted an award from nick fuentes hmm. on stage at the uh something something pack like america first pack or whatever right. convention right which is literally just white supremacy and we've heard marjorie taylor green actually defend white supremacy but she's like well or, or no sorry christian nationalism is what she defended she's like we well, should be in a christian nation that's the one where they've started to experiment with can we say this out loud sort right. of thing? Right. Um, Christian nationalism, by the way, everyone is white supremacy. There's no, there's no difference. They're, they're literally the same. They're different branding of the same product. Right. Um, but so she knows, she knows Fuentes. She has shook his hand in public in front of, he smiled for the cameras, accepting a, an award. Uh, she is on the same page. But when this shit went down, mm -hmm. all of this stuff with Kanye, all of, and you know, Fuentes literally didn't, I don't think he got a word in edgeways uh, on Infowars, hmm. but he was there with Kanye. Uh, so like the, I mean, the association is, is just inherent mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. And now Marjorie Taylor Greene is talk is basically she had a whole thing on her show or her, she has some podcast or you know whatever of course she does because that's and what she, that's what the cool kids do right exactly <laughs> and she was saying like literally you could take full sentences long clips of what she was saying and it could have come out of our mouths like she literally <laughs> said nick fuentes is a racist she said he is quote a very immature young man saying hateful things about people true what are you talking about <laughs> that's you you're literally it, and it's literally just yeah once they are this out loud and outspoken and uh and brazen mm -hmm. then the whole rest all the dog whistlers have to throw their hands in their pockets and like Ooh, do, 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 do. no nothing I, I that's not no i didn't i never believed that yeah yeah, we need Kanye out there getting this press and saying, "Oh, I think it's things. great." Yeah, because it, it 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 it's you know the the whole thing is like, when did they start actually be you know being willing to like? I mean, we know we've watched the rise of it, but like, you know, when did they start being so brazen? Right? Yeah. Like, oh my God, this this used to be a thing that everybody knew. Everybody knew. Even the most racist, awful people knew. They couldn't say it, right? Right. And they couldn't even really dog whistle it back in the day, right? Right. Yeah, um, that was, yeah. The big, the big Trump innovation is that you are now allowed to the to do the dog whistle. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like this breaks it. If somebody's yeah. out there actually breaking the big rule, and you have everybody like a Marjorie Taylor Greene and and company having to like you know, back paddle and you're like, Oh God, you know, who is this guy distancing themselves and, 
and uh, disavowing and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like she has her reach. And yeah, she has people who are who follow her who are like, oh, well, yeah, she has to say that. Right. OK, whatever. But you have other people who are now not going to be getting the dog whistles, hopefully from her for a little while. Hopefully. Right. I don't know. Maybe the dog whistles will continue. And she but. like people who thought that they were safe with both her and Fuentes. Yeah. And now all the Fuentes lackeys, all the all the Fuentesy guys are disavowing her. Yeah. And they're throwing her directly under their buses. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing. It's like good. It's the good. shit's imploding. I mean, hopefully, like this this is early days. It can all like rearrange itself into something new and horrible. Yeah. It'll um, be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Yeah. Like I, I'm not one hundred percent on the side of of um long term this is a great thing. Right. Like who knows how how this is going to play long term but yeah in the meantime right now people having to be people like marjorie taylor green being put in uncomfortable positions um and being a little worried as oh i don't know members of fucking congress right right yeah it's good i like that but kanye is saying horrible awful things he's unhinged there's yeah. something i mean we know something's wrong with kanye we, and we kind of know what it is but yeah yeah, it's it's uh, a mess. It's it's it is it is a a mess. And the here's I don't know what the takeaway here is. If <laughs> you, you know, other than this is the natural conclusion of a lot of this like extreme right wing quiet stuff. Like, yeah. and literally, I think I think we can point to it uh, and say, "This is is this what you want, yeah. Uncle So and So?" Yeah. Is is that what you're after? Do, is this what you believe? Right. Because if it's not, then you need to back off of a lot of your positions. Exactly. Yeah. Because this is the natural conclusion of that position. Yeah. I think that I think there is there's obviously a lot of racism in America. Right. But yeah. the the I think that um, there's also a lot of, you know, clueless racism. Right. For like. Well, I, yeah. I don't know the right way of saying it without it being like dismissive or whatnot. But like, there's a lot of people who, who in their heart, they don't think they're racist, but they harbor racist attitudes, right? It just right. needs to be like pointed out and whatnot. Um, when stuff like this comes along, those people don't want any part of it because they know it's ugly. They can see how it's ugly. Right. right. And, and to uh, this point, I don't think that Trump has disavowed any of, any of the stuff uh, that's, that's come up. I mean, he he's not a Kanye fan anymore because Kanye asked him to lower himself to be his. Like Kanye said, Trump, you should be my vice presidential running mate. <laughs> in the that is that is delicious. That is my favorite thing that Kanye has ever done because I'm sure that it that <laughs> it infuriate like I why don't I have video? Why do we not have video of the rage in Trump's eyes in that moment? <laughs> I need that video. Someone smuggle it to me. I need it. Oh, funny. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not like Trump has, you know, Trump has said, well, I don't know who this Fuente guy is. I, I don't know anything about it. But he didn't disavow the views. Right. No. And that's that's huge. And that needs to be pointed out over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Until he does, at which point all the Trumpites uh, have decisions to make. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Trump's one of those guys who never, who like has made a career out of not a doing his damnedest not to alienate his extremist followers. Yeah. So Sick. he, yeah, I don't think we're going to see it. No, probably not. So there yeah. you go. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath for it. That's for sure. Yeah, this is the this is the stand down and stand by guy. So let's uh, <laughs> let's yeah. Anyway, uh, well, if you have a a, a racist aunt and uncle that, you, and you'd like to talk about <laughs> what this is going to lead to for you guys, Ugh. please feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave us a voicemail message. Our telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, go to our website, thinkoutofatheist.com slash members only. Yeah, there's one on Discord, there's one on Facebook, it's a great place to be. Anyway, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.